0: The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Good morning. It is your All Local, the 22nd of August, 2023. More record heat on the way Today, with excessive heat as well, KRLD Chief Meteorologist Dan Brunoff on the forecast. Yeah, and also we hit another record today when we hit 106, breaking the old record of 105. And and today we'll come close to breaking a record at 104. Uh, and then more records will be broken towards the end of the week and end of the weekend as we really start to heat up once again. No rain in the forecast for us, but we have Tropical Storm Herald that has formed nine, just about 150 miles east of the lower Texas coast right now. We'll be making landfall later on this afternoon and evening uh, with some pretty heavy rain briefly for south Texas. Well, with record heat expected to continue through the week, ERCOT has issued a weather watch starting tomorrow and running through Sunday. ERCOT expected record Demand for energy and issued the weather watch because of the potential for lower reserves. The power grid is operating normally. ERCOT expects that to continue, but it's going to be monitored closely as demand rises. This morning, ERCOT has more than enough power to meet the demand. In Sanger, people are not happy about the city's plan for rolling power outages to deal with high demand for energy and ease the strain on the system. At a city council meeting last night, some people told the council the plan was reckless, In this record heat, given the extreme temperatures that we're experiencing, we question if the city recognized the potential danger of power outages. We didn't have much warning on Thursday, about an hour before the blackouts happened. Sanger told people to plan for rolling outages last weekend, but there was enough power to meet demand, so that didn't happen. As you heard, there were some rolling outages last Thursday. It's hard to believe, but it's almost time the State Fair of Texas. It opens in just over a month. Once again, the fair is working to ensure everyone can enjoy the 24-day event. KRLD's Chrissa DiAgostino has more on the fair's sensory friendly mornings. The State Fair of Texas has announced that they will continue these sensory-friendly mornings for people with autism and their families. So how do you make a fair with loud noises, lights, rides, attractions? How do you make that sensory-friendly? Well, to start, the State Fair makes adjustments across the fairgrounds, including turning the lights and sounds off of the midway for an entire hour from noon to 1 p.m. every Wednesday. On top of that, there are special guides, itineraries that highlight activities and exhibits that are easy for those with autism or other. Other sensory disabilities to view. And these sensory friendly mornings fall on Wednesday, which the state fair says is because of attendance trends. Wednesdays are apparently better for those with autism or other sensory sensitivities to come and enjoy the fair. From the 24 hour news center, I'm Carissa DiAgostino, News Radio 1080 KRLD. The sex discrimination lawsuit filed by women who work at the Dallas County Jail can move forward. This is LP Phillips. Nine female jailers will get their day in court after the full Fifth Circuit looked over their suit. The women say that men are allowed to take weekends off, but that no female jailer is allowed to take both Saturday and Sunday off. In the original complaint, the jailers claimed a sergeant made it clear it was based on gender. Quote, he said that it would be unsafe for all of the men to be off during the week and that it was safer for men to be off on the weekends. Initially, a three-judge panel of the Fifth Circuit sided with the Dallas County Sheriff's Department, but in a reversal, the full Fifth Circuit ruled it appeared the policy had more than a whiff of discrimination and that the suit was certainly worthy of going forward. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. The city doesn't want to get rid of it, but the state says Frisco has to. KRLD's Austin York explains. The Frisco City Council repealed a 2007 ordinance mandating a 1201 to 6 a.m. curfew for juveniles aged 10 to 17 years old. That's because the state legislature passed a law in June prohibiting cities from enforcing their own juvenile curfews starting on September 1st. Frisco Mayor Jeff Cheney says this is disappointing. It's been an effective tool in our toolkit, I would say, um, to help juveniles um, sometimes when they're in need of help. Um, And it's a a disappointment, I would say, um, the least, that um, we're being mandated from the state level of how we keep our residents safe. The police chief believes while there will not be a spike in crime when the law goes away, he believes more juveniles will become victims of crimes that occur in those late hours. From the 24-Hour News Center, Austin York News Radio 1080, KRLD. A convicted drug dealer from McKinney has been sentenced to more than 50 years behind bars. 31-year-old Curtis Richard Hines was found guilty of possession with intent to distribute not just one drug, but several, cocaine, MDMA, and THC. He was also convicted of possession of a deadly weapon. Prosecutors say he's been dealing drugs across North Texas for the past five years, despite a previous drug conviction and prison term. Prosecutors say after he was arrested in November, a search of his phone showed hundreds of text messages related to drug deals. A jury sentenced him to 55 years in prison. From the 24 Hour News Center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. While tens of thousands of people enjoyed the Metallica concerts in North Texas, Over the weekend, a pair of local charities are really benefiting. KRLD's Andrew Greenstein has more. Through its All Within My Hands Foundation, Metallica donates $35,000 each to the Terran Area Food Bank and to the Center for Transforming Lives. Julie Butner is the CEO of the Terran Area Food Bank. We are just absolutely thrilled that they selected Tarrant Area Food Bank for their donation. More than 30 Metallica fans came together in Arlington on Saturday to pack more than 18,000 pounds of food, which will provide more than 16,000 meals locally. The Center for Transforming Lives, meanwhile, is a Fort Worth-based organization that aims to break the cycle of poverty throughout Tarrant County. From the 24-Hour News Center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Tonight's your first chance to see the Cowboys practice right here at home. The Cowboys, who are back in North Texas and set to relaunch training camp 2023, now at the team's headquarters at the Star in Frisco. That includes three practices that are open to fans, with the Cowboys hosting an opening ceremony at 5.15, followed by the team taking the field at the Ford Center at 6 p.m. That is Newey Scruggs with our partners at NBC5. Tough night for the Texas Rangers. They drop another one this time in 11 innings to the Arizona Diamondbacks, 4-3. Rangers were ahead 3-1 to going to the bottom of the 11th. But the Diamondbacks walked it off to win it. Astros won last night, so the Rangers' lead in the West is down to a game and a half over the Astros. The Red Hot Mariners are only two games back.